Hi everyone and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. You're here with me, Samrin, today and we are going to look forward to Bayern's game against Augsburg. So, we're coming off a huge match against Barcelona and this might be really tough for that particular reason but also this is sort of kind of a derby it is it is a derby but i think Bayern's rivalry against nuremberg and tsv 1860 munich are far bigger than their rivalry against augsburg but it's nice to have a derby thrown in here and there so Augsburg are one of those teams who every season start off as relegation favorites. Last season, weirdly, Marcus Weinzierl saves them from getting relegated and then he leaves the job. And Augsburg is back to trying new things. So things aren't dire as of yet, but they're always kind of dire at Augsburg. If, if, you, get, if you get the feeling here, it feels like they're going to go down feels like they're gonna go down they're going down they're going down they're going down match day 34 they're perfectly safe and they're not even in the relegation playoff so i had the pleasure if you want to put it that way of watching augsburg last week against Werder Bremen in a game i fully expected Werder Bremen to win and i was kind of rooting for Bremen too their closest former club and I kind of wanted them to win and some of the football that Bremen has played this season has at times been breathless especially in that win against Dortmund of course but overall they're playing well and I was just rooting for them so it didn't pan out that way Augsburg scored the goal through a very familiar name Armidan Demirovic who used to play for Freiburg once upon a time and they took all three points despite, I don't want to call it an onslaught because it really wasn't because Bremen had fewer shots. They just had far more possession than Augsburg, but they did well to counter Bremen's control of the ball. Bremen had over 70% possession in that game. So Augsburg set up in that game with three at the back. In a 3-4-3. Gigovic, their keeper. Remember the guy who tried to stop Lewandowski from breaking Garrett Muller's record? He's still in goal. Giovalu had a very good performance against Werder Bremen. Uh, Gubni Bauer, names that have been around in their back three. Iago, Rex Pichai, Gruza, Andre Hahn, who seems to have been at Augsburg forever. And up front, they had Demirovic, Mergen Berisha, and uh, Florian Niederlechner. Now, getting Berisha is a bit of a big deal, if you ask me. He was a really good player coming in to this game. And the fact that he didn't go over to, uh, to a Red Bull club after his time, at, after his time spent at... Red Bull Salzburg is frankly a little bit amazing to me. Uh, he's been he's been around the block, you know. He's been on loan at various places, but I always thought he was a talented player, and he's still only twenty four. So maybe this move will work out for him. But he had a pretty good game against Werder Bremen. Uh, other than that, Augsburg have picked up only one other win, and that has of course come surprise. Well, not such a big surprise against Leverkusen. They were hammered by Freiburg. Uh, 
they were beat by Mainz in a close game one goal difference there to one defeat they lost to Hoffenheim by a single goal and Hertha Berlin beat them 2-0 now you know you have to be bad if you're getting beaten by Hertha Berlin but to be fair Hertha Berlin did survive relegation so yeah I don't think Osborne's tally is the worst six points from six games if they had if they could have gotten a draw against Mainz or Hoffenheim I think their points tally would be fine they are Leverkusen is currently in 17th they are two points ahead of Leverkusen they Augsburg sits in 13th this is I never know what to make of Augsburg and I never know if it will be a tough game or if we'll just hammer them but at this point Bayern is struggling to find goals. Speaking of goals, by the way, as I'm sure you know, Augsburg let Ricardo Pepe go on loan because that just wasn't working out. But, yeah. So, and uh, their most prolific goal scorer left for Borussia Mönchengladbach before I forget that tiny, indelible detail. So, Maybe most prolific is, uh, you know, you, you can get only be so much prolific for a club like Augsburg. And he did well at his time there. He actually scored for Freiburg against Augsburg when Freiburg hammered them. And uh, he didn't celebrate, you know, a decent man. But anyway, Gregorich's history. Now it's time for, at least for Augsburg. And now it's time for Barisha to show what he can do. Demirovic, I thought, was a very high-quality signing. I always thought he was talented. Couldn't really make the breakthrough at Freiburg. But he seemed to play regularly enough. So, on to Bayern. Litany of injuries. Uh, Lucas Hernandez is out for five weeks. I'm not sure Kingsley Coman will be ready for this one. Uh, it didn't look great for the rest of the backline either. Pava was substituted early on with an injury, and uh, Upamecano seemed to have pulled something at the end of that game against Barcelona, which leaves us really short at the back. So don't be surprised if you see a back three. I don't think we can actually work out a back three with the players we have, but a back four with. Mazrawi included in there with Steinsic playing center back with Matthias Delict in there and Davies knock on wood stays um, I guess stays healthy so that will probably be the back four because that's pretty much all the players that Bayern can muster right now I think Leon Goretzka gets a start I'm not sure he needs to be started but Barnes dropped points in three consecutive Bundesliga games, and I don't think the Bayern brass were particularly happy with Julian Nagelsmann, regardless of how they got away against Barcelona in the Champions League. I'm still asking myself how. Bayern won that game despite being inferior in basically every stat count, except the one that really, really counts. But yeah, he did get the win. So for now, it looks like things are good. Um, but Marcel Sabitzer was having a good season. And, you know, I didn't think he was particularly poor against uh, Barcelona. It was just a question of who do you take out? Uh, do you take out Kimmich or do you take out Sabitzer? And I think it had to come down to Sabitzer because Goretzka and Kimmich have a partnership in place that 
Goretzka and Sabitzer don't. So I think Kimmich starts and I think Sabitzer starts. Uh, Sane, I don't know. I feel like he wants to play every game. He seems really worked up, which is nice to see. But I think Gnabry starts this one. Mane looks like he needs a rest, but he was rested last week. So I think Mane starts this one. Uh, Thomas Muller seems to start every game. So, well, except the one against Union Berlin. So I think Thomas Muller gets the next slot in midfield slash up top. And uh, I don't know if I would play Muziala again. I don't want, I don't, I assume that nobody wants a heavy workload for somebody that young. But I think we're seeing Muziala maturing in front of our very eyes. And I think Nagelsmann will want to go with the strong team for this one. I'm not going to be that surprised if I see Tell. I am going to be a little bit surprised if I see Gravenberg. But I really think he deserves some playing time. In that one solo cup appearance that he was given, he seemed to do really, really well. Yes, it was obeyed against lower tier opposition. But that doesn't change the fact that we got him from Ajax, a club who've been doing well, but kind of underhandedly. Okay, underhanded is not the right word. But kind of without being noticed, they have been doing well in the Champions League. And um, this this has been Ajax pretty much every season. Last season, okay, maybe they have been noticed. Last season, some people have were calling them dark horses. They could not get past Benfica, who turned out to be the surprise package of the competition, along with Villarreal. So... Yeah, I think this one is really hard to call because I really do think Augsburg is one of those teams that will defend with a low block. They'll do it. They did it against Werder Bremen, and of course they'll do it against Bayern Munich. Uh, and Bayern struggles to break down teams like that, so I'm really curious about how this one will turn out. And my hope is that it, we get a positive result. The games after this don't necessarily get much easier for Bayern, so it's it's hard for me to tell. Right after, of course, we go into the international break, and Nagelsmann will want to go into that break with a win. But right after Bayern comes back, they play Leverkusen, who, for all the bad results that they have gotten, haven't actually been playing that poorly. Then, of course, Victoria Poulsen sandwiched in between Bundesliga fixtures, after which they play Borussia Dortmund. Victoria Poulsen again, Freiburg after that. So there's, and then a second round cup tie against Augsburg again. So there's a lot of fixture congestion, but this is Nagelsmann's time to maybe field his best side or from whatever is available to him because there's not much available to him because you don't want to go into an international break with one more draw and lest we forget and it's weird that I kind of have to remind everyone about this because I tend to forget this myself Bayern actually hasn't lost a game this season and as much as drawing twice is is worse than just winning once and losing once I really do think there's credit in not losing Technically, Bayern should have lost in midweek. I really do think that was one of the more one-sided games that I've seen Bayern involved in lately. But 
Lady Luck smiled. Goretzka popped up in the second half and things changed. So, so far the mood is the mood is good for now in the camp. But it's a long season. It's a lot to be seen. There's a lot of entertainment to be had. Bayern needs to find a few more goals. Things have to click more in the final third. And I will be very curious about what happens when Bayern plays a team again who defends with a low block like Augsburg. All right, that's it from me. This has been Samrin. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all, all of your up-to-date coverage on Bayern Munich in Germany. Follow us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks, at The Barrel Blog, at TommyAdam71, at BFWN, and more. Of course, Schnitzel's around, um, Marcus is around, Muller is around. You can find all of us uh, in comment sections and whatnot. Of course, you can find me in the comment sections any day, any time. Thank you so much, as always, for supporting us. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. I hope you're looking forward to the game. Take care. Have a good one.